Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, we'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline, and I'm on the marketing team. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Liz. I head up the Ballard creative team. We're your host. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer a listener question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now on with the show. Okay, so today we have a very special 300th episode planned. Back in our 100th episode, we did something kind of like this, but Mm -hmm. now we have Liz here and we're kind of going to mix it up. So we asked for some people to submit questions on our social media on Instagram, and we've got kind of broken it out by topic. We've got patterns and colors. We've got layouts. We've got outdoor questions. And then we have some wild cards. And yeah, we haven't prepped answers. So we're just going to kind of like lightning round, go around, answer all of your questions. And then I believe we have a couple longer things that maybe came in through email. So yeah, we've got the questions from Instagram and we're just going to fire away. Starting now? Like right now? I mean, we're yeah. doing this? well, I'm going to okay. read the question aloud first. Are there 300 questions? No. To go with our, okay. No. Okay. No. Deep We're going to try to keep this to like a normal length <laughs> podcast. That's true. No one's listening extra long to this one. <laughs> but maybe next time if more people write in questions. I mean, we, no. we, had, we had a decent amount. It wasn't like crazy. So okay. next time we ask, y'all got to send in your questions and then. Maybe we'll have 300. I don't know. Okay. we're So these are the wild card questions. Ooh. Wild card. Fine. So who knows what's in here? The question is, when will gray, the color, not the person, finally die for good? <laughs> I mean. I kind of feel like it's, it's well, I think it's, it's ev- dormant evolving. Again. Like, yeah. I mean, okay. So I have a, I'm, I'm going to admit this. I have a gray sofa. Yeah. And I got it 10 years ago. And it's done. It's done. done. Yeah. Like done color, just the color or is it actually just function wise? It's like worn out. I would say both. I would say both. I'm ready for something new. Yeah. And believe me, like because we record so much at home and I feel like every Mm -hmm. designer is looking behind my shoulder and seeing my gray gray sofa. For sure they are. They're commenting. They're they're judging. No, they're not. No, No, they're not. (laughs) I didn't even realize your sofa was gray. Oh, well, good deal then. It's kind of, you know, you can't really see the background. No, you can't. But yeah, I think I think gray is gray is pretty much played out. But I think that it's I think that there are more exciting tones out there, mm-hmm. like a gray that has purple undertones or, you know, mm-hmm. blue undertones or things like green. that. Like that's green, a gray, yeah. a good gray green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see I I mean I kind of disagree. I feel like gray as the as the singular color in the room is done. I don't feel like there's any color that'll ever be totally done. So I feel like you can use gray, but like that theme, I think we saw for a long time where it's everything is gray and white is, yeah, I would say that's true. It's played out. And to your point, like there are nuances, right? So you could have like a gray, like a really warm gray. That's really more of a taupe or you could have like a gray green. And I mean, I think those, those are That's super different. exciting. Super, super yeah. exciting. Well, it's like brown furniture coming back in and the warm brown. Again, I think everybody mm-hmm. just had gone to this very cold gray. And so it's it's just movement back towards warmth. And again, we'll go back to cold yeah. again. It's just the rhythm of yeah. 
what we always talk about. So yes. And like, for example, we have one of our best selling kind of signature products is called Tuscan. Yeah. And we got rid of Tuscan in, in our like cooler gray, mm-hmm. which we actually called warm gray, I want to say. Now we're introducing it more <laughs> of like a taupey color. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot warmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've found in our sales, it's the same way. A lot of our big gray case goods, like big box items, gray started to just underperform. Like she's buying white or the customer is buying white. To answer that question, I do think gray has kind of, we hit it. We all were there and now we've all kind of, it was saturated. We saw it and now we want something new and fresh. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I will say, I feel like if you have some gray furniture, that's not to say you need to get rid of it. It's more like, okay, well, what do you mix with it? Like bring in more warmth. Um, you know, more browns mm-hmm. or like that sort of natural, more oatmeal and figure out how to like bring other things into the room to play down the gray, you know, mm-hmm. and it not be like, oh, okay, I've got a gray mm-hmm. room. And or if you have gray furniture too, it's the same thing. Like what can you imagine it painted? In? Like this is an yeah. opportunity to like revamp something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I really don't have much gray. All right, well, I won't, I won't project my, my sofa. <laughs> And say great. Well, no, I, I, but I like, but I like the, I like the warmer, I like the warmer tones of everything. Yeah, I do. I do too. Feeling like we need a little bit more love. We need a little bit more hug. We need more warm. Yeah. Bring it. Give you any hugs you want to this. Hugs. (laughs) Okay. All right. Your turn. All right. Next question is: What are some good color trends for traditional transitional designs? What are some good color trends? Trends. I mean, I think the green. We're seeing a lot more green now, you a know, a lot of green. I think we've, and kind of along that same conversation, like we've played blue, we've really seen a lot of blue the last, but blue is traditional. Like, yeah, right. The sky will always be blue. Right. But I think it, and, and we're not getting rid of blue, like in, within Ballard, you know, like we still sell a lot of blue, but we are pairing it more with other colors. So right. adding in green, adding in mm-hmm. yellows, adding in like spice. Adding kind of tones, like adding pinks, yeah, yeah. Especially this spring, I feel like we're we're doing a lot more color mixes, mm-hmm. but they're not wildly different in value mm-hmm. or yeah. saturation. It, but they're kind of just mixing little blues and greens, yeah, in, in everything. But I think that's a that is the way to give your color palette longevity. Anyways, is to not have a room be one color. You should have a primary color. You should have a like secondary color and then you should have a tertiary color. So like maybe if you break it down into like a pie chart, you know, like 60% of your room is blue because you love blue, but then you have like 30% green. I'm making this up. Yeah. And then 20%, you know, yellow or pink or whatever, you know, and those just kind of come in through maybe art or flowers or books or, you know, and so that way you've got variety. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you know, if you do do it that way and you kind of think methodically about that in that way, like you can take that tertiary color or that secondary color and swap that out with something else and freshen everything up again. Yeah. So that does add longevity to that color that you really love and is your base color. Yeah, exactly. We have a post on our blog about the color wheel and we kind of talk about that. Finish that graphic for you. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, this dove into like to do list. That's why she brought it up. 
I'm kicking you under the table. No. Speaking of that post, <laughs> that thing I sent you that I hoped you wanted to do for me. Anyway, um, no, but we have a, a great post, and I felt well. I was looking at you because you're kind of our like color expert, and I mm-hmm. felt That's like true. I knew the color wheel. You, you would, you would. I do love, but a color wheel is a great tool to help you pick a color palette. And in this post where, that I'm talking about, we kind of show you like, okay, there's complementary colors and there are colors that are side by side on the color mm-hmm. palette or on the color wheel. And then there are colors that are analogous and those are ones that are apart from each other. So if you think about like blue and orange, it's a very c- classic color palette that you see over and over again because those are analogous colors that are across from each other on the color palette or on the color wheel. And so they always work. And it's like that yin and yang. It's yeah. like the orange makes the blue prettier and the blue makes the orange prettier. Same with red and green and what? Yellow, purple. Yellow, purple. And yeah. so that's a good kind of way. Like if you have a, a cool color, like blue, green, purple, you need a warm color to go with it. Mm-hmm. Yellow, orange, mm-hmm. red. Yeah. And so I think mm-hmm. that that's always kind of how I think about it. Like what is the, if I've got a blue room, like maybe I should bring in some orange or some red or red orange to help the mm-hmm. blue look more lively. And I would also say that we've had many designers come on and tell us too, like, you look towards nature. Like, those colors are always there. Mm-hmm. We know them and there's something about their, you know, that relationship with nature that helps us to feel calm. And I think it gives that longevity because, again, the sky has been blue. Yeah. Like, yeah. so again, everyone knows that there's comfort in that. So I, you know, I think looking towards nature as well for your color palette will help you too. I think that's a great idea. Like find the flowers that you really love and see if you can emulate that in a color palette. That would be really, Mm -hmm. really pretty. Yeah, totally. Okay. So we said green, we said adding colors to blue, Mm -hmm. greens. I think I'm, I've been talking for a long time about purple, but I, we, great. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally six years. We saw a lot of it, like purples and mauves Mm -hmm. at the flower Flower magazine show house. But I do feel like those are, Again, such fun compliments to your point of like staying like a tra- tra- traditional color. Those are your transitional colors or the ones yeah. we're seeing in and out. The ones you're yeah. seeing in fashion that you're getting excited about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah you can bring them in, in in minimal ways to, like you said, accent the colors you've already got. Like if you have blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I know we're a little in general with being in the design world, feel a little more brave with some of our choices, which again, I I'm aware don't have the longevity, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm very aware that in 10 years I will want to change them, but yeah. I'm okay with it because this is my interest. But yeah. I think if I wasn't interested in this and I just wanted my house to feel, you know. Well, but I, and I, but I do think that having more than one color in your room does, like I said, give it longevity just because it's not as one note. And so it'll help it'll keep your, you interested in your own room. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you can move everything around. Like, you know, you got to you move it. Like, you, if this piece of art doesn't work in this room, you're able to move it. Yes. And that also helps to keep your house yeah. fresh, as they say, and your eye yeah. fresh. One thing I was thinking about recently, have y'all seen on TikTok the, like, <laughs> the, like, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting off yes. topic. Um, but, like, the spring, and, okay, but they talked about it on, like, the Hoda <laughs> okay. and Jenna show, too. But, like, you have your personal color palette. It's, like, Fall, mm-hmm. winter, spring. Yes, she came on here. Sophie Robertson, Robinson talked about oh, the seasonal oh, colors. Okay. Yeah. Yes, she came and on so her. I feel like that's a good yes. place yeah. to be like, okay, I have I my color is like a spring palette. Yes. So that those are the colors that I should. Yes. I can like that's look what at my she spring told us. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
So if not, listen to that episode. That was a very good one. Okay, I, I don't think I was very... on maternity leave. I don't remember that one. Oh, were you there? Oh, I was there. Yeah, it, it was, was so good. She talked about your like how they do that. They like okay. talk about people's like okay, season of colors, and I was like all in. Anyway, that's a good one. Well, a good I feel idea. like the point is like pick a a group of colors that all look good together, and have those be the colors you use throughout your entire house. You know what I mean? So that everything that you have is gonna work with something else that you mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Like my mom used to always tell me, don't don't buy anything for your wardrobe if you don't already have like four things that it's gonna work with. Mm. You know what I mean? Like don't okay. buy a shirt if you don't have any pants that it'll look good with, like mm. the right silhouette or the right color, or whatever. And I feel like that's how your house should be. You know? Yeah. No, that's, that's really good, good advice. advice. My mom didn't give me that advice. I need to get your mom. <laughs> She sounds like a wise woman. <laughs> All right, your turn. All right. Outdoor rugs, yes or no? Just, it doesn't that, say where? No, that's the question. Uh, outdoor I, rugs, yes or no? I think outdoor rugs are a blessing for certain areas. Yeah, it depends on where it is. I mean, do I want it in my bedroom? A polypropylene, you know, that kind oh. of plasticky one? I mean, there's many outdoor types of rugs. There are so many different types of outdoor performance rugs, but like, Outdoors, yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Indoors are great for like high traffic, high traffic kids. areas. Yeah, like laundry room, high traffic areas. But like, I feel like we have so many softer performance rugs. We do lately, yeah. mm-hmm. I, and that's they been actually really have exciting. a pile. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have some high ends. So they have that comfort, which really does help. Yeah. I think I know my family. Like my sister uses it with her four kids under their everyday like table. Because they need more fabric in that room. They need things to soften the volume. So they kind of need the rug and the drapes. But mm-hmm. to know that you have the potential of six people spilling or dropping something. And so she has a performance rug in there. or In, in the dining room? In or her yeah. breakfast area? Yes. yes. Like her regular kitchen table, I would say. And yeah. Yeah. And that one is, it goes through a beating, but she just washes yeah. it out. She takes it outside and can hose it down. Not all the time because there's a table on it. But, you know, yeah. When, yeah. when needed. But then under her dining table, she has like the wool because we've talked about a wool rug is really good because they usually obviously cost more because they're natural and you can get that out. We've literally just talked about this, but I think yeah. there's such a good place for outdoor rugs and a polypropylene to kind of, if you have an outdoor space and you really want to bring it together, like it's so nice to give that kind of indoor look to an outdoor space and it can be in the elements and not ruined and really yeah, add a pattern totally too. If you want to do white cushions, like it's a great place to add the color and add the pattern and then you can add pillows to match. So I'm a, I'm a yes. Yo. I know you're not. I can tell by your face. I'm sorry. Oh, really? I know this is. Go ahead. I yes. I think it's Bring a different. It. I don't know. I think everyone has a different take on it. I just, I feel like they're great for like a hallway, a laundry room, a bathroom, a mudroom. Any of those rooms that are, like, more utilitarian? Yeah. Maybe, like, a kitchen runner or something. I mean, I wouldn't do it in my living room unless it was more of, like, a performance, like you're talking about, where it has a true pile to it. I just, I like the softness of a rug. that's why you put down a rug, right? And so that's why I put down the rug. That's why I put down a rug pad. And I, you know, typically have done like a wool rug that is mm-hmm. easy to clean up and has a pattern so that it's Hides more a little forgiving. Bit. Or I've done like a natural fiber that like I've did I've done CU grass before, which is a little bit more durable than like a sisal 
I just, I don't know. I just, I want the softness and the texture. And I, so I'm, I'm not like. What do you do in your outdoor space? Well, I like, okay. And I like an outdoor rug on a covered area. Yeah. But I don't, I don't love it on an exposed like patio, but that's just me. I don't like it on an exposed patio because I think it's one more thing for me to clean. Yeah. Like it, cause it still will need cleaning. Like it's still going to get dingy. Screened in porch. Yeah. Um, I have had one on my screen in porch because it had, it was, it was wood decking. And so there were cracks between it Mm -hmm. and maybe things things were getting down there and stuff and splinters. So it just, it made so much, it made the, it's a little bit better. And even though, again, it wasn't super a pile and tall, it still added that layer of something between you and the wood deck. And it was great. Oh, and maybe in like a beach house, anywhere like that, where it's like, Oh my gosh, totally. I mean, a beach house, yeah, one hundred percent. That, regardless yeah. of the, like, even if in the bedroom or the living room, yeah, yeah, no, that, that yeah. that's a no brainer because then you yeah. just roll it up, shake it out, yeah. But they last back. forever too. Like yeah, another sure. nice part, they do. Yeah, yeah, that was long. I don't know. I it has to be the right con. We've had a few that I really like, and then obviously mm-hmm. like the kitchen runner, the the mudroom. Mm-hmm. That's right. yeah, no brainer. But all right, so know. so it's not a yes no. It's. I think it depends. It's a context. And I don't think yeah. there's ever a situation okay. where it's 100% know, no. Yeah. But we, we need more information. Yeah, we need more information. <laughs> okay. Tips for timeless designs. Can it be accomplished? And what does it usually look like? 100% it can be accomplished to have a timeless design. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are a couple designers that in particular that I'm like, okay, I can't tell when this was done it could have been that's true a year mm-hmm. ago it could have been 10 years ago suzanne castler you look at her old books and like Same. they yeah. yeah are very similar to her new books i mean you know she's has maybe a few things that she's do- doing differently mm-hmm. but like there are a lot of themes but even billy baldwin if you look at his work you're kind of mm-hmm. like blown away with how much of it is still relevant like mm-hmm. he just stuck with such beautiful shapes and layouts that you're like the home doesn't function so differently from his work. So I do agree. I think you can do it. Yeah. How, so, okay. So how do you do that in your own home? How do you try to make timeless choices in your own home? I do try to stay away from something that I'm feeling very strongly is a trend. Like I'm all of a sudden seeing some sort of very specific shape in the market. And and again, being in what I do, like I'm yeah. very focused on that too. And so I can tell like, Okay, this has popped up, or let me watch it for a little bit. I need to see if I fall in love, and it's worth it for me not to care about, you know, like if I love it so much that yeah, doesn't matter. But I think that's how I have tried to stay away from it is like focusing on the details of the pieces that I am purchasing. And Mm -hmm. again, it's fine, something small or an accent or something again that you might be able to move around to a different space and reinvent, but um, for big pieces. Mm -hmm. In case goods, I'll try to stay generally more traditional. Yeah. Is there any like internal gauge you have for whether something's timeless? If Taryn likes it. If it, if Taryn likes it. (laughs) No, it it becomes much more about what I love. And Mm -hmm. there just hits a moment like with a color or a piece of furniture or something that I just keep thinking about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a first crush. It's like, oh, I keep going back to it. Like, do I... Do I really want that? Do I really need that? Yeah. yeah. And then how timeless are we talking here? I mean, are we talking like your entire lifetime? Your entire your lifetime? Because but I think it's the mix again. If yeah. you look at them, it's yeah. they really keep the high and the low and they 
you have the old and the new, and I think that's how you keep it, you know, because yeah. your new isn't going to stay new. So, like, at the same time, what are you bringing in that's new? What's going out that's old? And I think keeping yeah. that mix is really I also yeah. think just constantly tweaking. It doesn't have to be something big. You can keep mm -hmm. your anchor pieces, but, like, never, never, like, set it and forget it, I think. For sure. I Completely. Mean, it, maybe that's different. I, I think we're probably a different breed, right? Because we see this all day, every mm -hmm. day, and we're bombarded with the patterns and the colors that, mm -hmm. because that's the business we work in. And we're, even if you are not doing anything design related at Ballard, you're all of the photography you're seeing, all of the emails and the things you're, you're working seeing on, it it's just, it's time. just, seeing yeah. All the time. yeah, so you get tired faster, but, <laughs> but yeah, I think d keeping it fresh all the time, like always tweaking things. And buying a few good traditional pieces. Mm -hmm. That's true. I think just with good form, mm -hmm. you will love it. It's you know, all those a European antiques are still around because they were so good. Yeah. Like yeah. And so and well made. Yeah. Scale. I just want to stay away from anything that I've seen too much of. So, yeah. You know, like okay. if I'm seeing it uh, on all of my Instagram, yeah. then I, for myself, yes. I try to not bring you it resist. home because again, I'm, it's like oversaturated and I feel like, okay, I've seen it so much, you know, it's like Chevron. Okay. It was like everywhere. And so not getting too crazy with any one. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my issue with like the grand millennial thing. I feel like it's just so like over the top right now that it's, it is going to feel very. You think it's going to feel dated? I do. Or you think it's going to go I out? do. And I don't necessarily think, I don't think any of the single elements are going to go out. But I think the way that it's. The mass layering. Yes. Of it. Yeah. It's like taking the idea of like going into these things and getting these traditional items, but like to the nth degree. Well, but, and I don't think layering is going to go out. No, but not it's at the all. way in which it is done in that particular mm, kind right. of, and it's not that I don't like it. I do. Because like I it. do. I think it's pretty to look at. And I, but I feel like it, it is of a certain moment. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think so. the other thing is not too much of a certain material because mm -hmm. I think there's that sort of, you can tell the era of certain things because when they were either created or so again, making sure we all, again, with marble tables and such, we're all kind of felt like all of a sudden this marble bang, right? Again, we're all like into the different stones and you could probably do it on multiple pieces in your home, but it is, it's more like, well, let me get a dining table with it. Let me get a sideboard with it and not, or even acrylic, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's great as a one-off piece, but if you had the site, you know, getting the collection and you have four different things of acrylic in a room, now again, what, like, yeah, that I'm, can't last. I'm going to bump into that because I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're going to bump into that. You need to literally bump into yeah. it. Yeah. It's <laughs> that took me and I was like, what? Acrylic? I, I, it's invi invisible furniture. Invisible I mean, furniture. I, I have like the Felicity side table. I love that Felicity See, but if you had table. done the, that plus the, yeah. our, we had the matching coffee table, like yeah. at yeah. some point we'd be like, Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. I, no, that's a good point. Like having one, but not like everything woven. Like have a couple. Oh my gosh, yes. One to two woven pieces. You know, a basket or a side mm -hmm. table or something is great. And then, or like your bar stools, but or not. It, even the oral, we're crazy. talking about brown furniture and we all love it. If you've all walked into something, a house where it's like all brown furniture and you're like, nope. From a set? Yeah. 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 
Or even like I don't have a rug down in my dining room and I had a brown, my brown sideboard and I had this other brown thing there and I was like. On the brown floor? And then I had a brown table and I was like, I'm Haiti. Oh my God, what have I done? And then again, (laughs) I moved it, shifted, added different, you know, materials and finishes. And I was like, okay, that was just a moment in time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So breaking it up. You got to break it up and mix. Okay. Okay. We killed that one. Okay. Decorating with patterns versus solids. Okay. I love good patterns. I love a solid. All right. How could I mix wallpaper patterns with a solid color area rug in a room? I mean, I think if it's solid, you can do anything. You can do, yeah. You can literally do anything. Yeah, sky's the limit. Yeah, because you don't have a pattern yet. Right. Is that a trick question? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But I mean, if you find because even if, it's if you a, find a wallpaper that has a little bit of that solid color in it, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's a good place that's to the, start. Yeah, yeah, good idea. And then and then figuring out scale of your pattern that you're that you want that fits in your room, mm-hmm. um, and that fits with your furniture. Uh-huh. I think that's the the next step. And then yeah. um, go crazy and have fun. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd want the wallpaper pattern. Yeah, if I had a solid rug, you need it. Yeah, like if you have a solid rug, you need the pattern elsewhere. It doesn't. I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be wallpaper, yeah. but yeah. But we like wallpaper. So yeah. do Heck it. yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that, one. Was a, that, was a, that was an easy one. I wonder Boom. if they... <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> kill right. this. We are so this good. This is the this best is episode. Great. <laughs> All right, next. All right. How to choose fabrics for furniture, drapes, etc. to achieve a layered look. So I'm guessing for this one, they want multiple fabrics. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. multiple patterns. Mm-hmm. Yes. How How do we want to go about this one? I mean, I think you have to start by getting a sample mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. Like all interesting fabrics yeah, that you would like. Of whatever you're looking mm-hmm. at, you get a sample. And I think you try to do what a designer does, which is mm-hmm. lay it all on the table next to each other and see how it looks. Yeah. And if it doesn't necessarily look good side by side, then maybe that helps you realize like, oh, okay. I could use this on the drape, but then on mm-hmm. the other side of the room where it's like not necessarily up against each other, mm-hmm. but you know, they mm-hmm. kind of, they should look good together. Yeah. I don't know. I think it becomes fairly obvious when you're laying them side by side, whether they, whether look they good gel together. Yeah. Whether they gel. Yeah. I mean, I would start with a color palette and then there's something that we do in some of our catalog images that I really like. And it's a pretty good takeaway. Ooh, tell us. Yeah. You take an animal print a floral and a stripe. Mm-hmm. And if you take one of each of those in like uh-huh. a similar color palette, it becomes really easy to start to layer. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe you do, yeah. you know, it's a good formula. floral drapery panels and you do stripe pillows and then you do uh, an animal, animal print rug. Yeah. Boom. And I think Boom. I would say the same Done. thing about like a graphic, you know, a trellis or a, yeah. Something similar, it kind of the same vein as a stripe, but like, you know. A geometric. Angulars. Right. Yeah. yeah, I feel like stripe, something geometric, a floral, and then, yeah. Yeah. And 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 you want, I personally love a really, a, I love a floral print that has lots of different colors in it, two to three colors at least. That way you can kind of. Say, okay, it's got this blue, mm-hmm. then I'm pulling mm-hmm. like a blue animal print, and then it's got this yellow, and I'm pulling like a yellow stripe. And it's easy to kind of have variety. Mm-hmm. And-, and then give your eye something to rest again by pulling out one of those colors and doing a solid. And do a solid. And maybe yep. it isn't a velvet or. Yeah. 
but to give you texture as well. Mm-hmm. Again, I do think you need to have almost like three. Like, because yeah. even two yeah. doesn't give as, if you want a layered look. For the layered look, yeah, a minimum of three. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's an easy place to start, your drapes, pillows, and a rug, because those are places where you're more likely to find a pattern anyway, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, and you don't want to necessarily do your couch in a, in a pattern. And then you can always add in patterns in little bitty ways, like a pattern lampshade or that's such a like good an occasional chair that maybe mm-hmm. just has like or a an upholstered seat. stool. Yeah, yes, stool like yeah. getting in a little bit of pattern is wildly yeah, yeah. easier than you think. Boxes with the pattern, yeah. you know, there's all sorts yeah. of ways to add if you want. The wallpaper, I think, is always fun <laughs> if you want to go for it. You um, go for it. Yeah, I have been really loving boldly patterned drapes recently. Mm-hmm. So I don't have them in any, any of in any of my rooms, and so that's why I'm like oh, you're I like craving it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. If I only have two sofas in a room in an L shape, should they be the same color and fabric? Why or why not? Why not? I think no. Ooh, let's kinda, hear it. I, I kind of agree with you. I Ooh. feel like if it's parallel, they should be, or they oh. or it looks better. Like if the the two sofas parallel, if they're the same sofa. I think it looks nice when they're the same pattern, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Like they're matching. It's okay. a mirrored pair. But I feel like, and I think if it's the same, but yeah, in an L shape. Then just get I, a section, sectional. Yeah, exactly. Or do two different mm. patterns. Yeah. I mean, because if they're separate, they can be in conversation with each other, uh-huh. you know, if they're different fabrics. I have two in an L shape and they're the same fabric. And you, I like how it. Do you feel about that? I didn't want the extra busyness of mm. a different a visual line, a different arm. And then I do think you have to be really careful about complementing them. Because yeah, if you have a puffy brown leather and you have a so it's tailored, a, but it's the, right. it's the same you have to be very sofa. You just have two. Yes. Did you ever plan for them to be parallel? Mm-hmm. And I they, I lived with them for a little while in parallel, and then I lived for a while with them in L. I haven't decided which one's my favorite. Um, That's true. That gives you more variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Because, and maybe in this space, we don't know, obviously, what else we're working with. I think, I just think pairing two separate ones is even harder. Like, that's just harder work for you to make. Now you have one more element that needs to cohesively layer in your room. Like, so I feel Mm -hmm. like if you are one of those people who are like, this is overwhelming to me, I would get two of the same. That way it is done and you're not over questioning, well, the arm on this and will the fabric coordinate? I want to get a gray in this one, but this, the undertones are cold so i have to get a cold color on this sofa or what would you say if it was a different sofa body but two sofas if it was a different sofa body i would want a different fabric on it because i do agree yeah. like different shapes but same color is like what's going on you it's a mix match like something uh-huh. went wrong right. is what it feels like instead of like yeah so i would agree okay okay so, so that's so that's our that's our guidance on that if they're two different bodies then you get two different fabrics. Yes. And if they're the same furniture body, then you get the same fabric. Yes. I, I would say unless like it's rules. like a sofa and a love seat. Because I think then you go, you kind of start hitting that place where it's like the suite. It starts looking like the suite, you know, if mm. it's not. Don't you think? I don't know. I feel like if it's a, the love seat and the sofa version to create the L. I don't know. I would do two different. Okay. 
you're still not sold on. on but uh, no, but I, like I, I see your point about the about two, it's two of the exact same sofa. That Do either of you have a room with two sofas? Mm-mm. Yes. I and do. what? And you have two different sofas in there. I do have two different so sofas. So what do you have mixed? Your ugly She gray already one. told us that she wants to get yeah. rid of it. So. I, don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I because don't it's, love Because it. it's the room that I call the land of the misfit furniture. Because I've, yeah. because a lot of it. Remember when we had mm-hmm. the, we had an outlet and a store <laughs> here in the office. And I would go down on my break. And one day I came home with a with a sofa. I mean, all, like it was such danger. I just went for coffee. <laughs> I came home with a sofa. sofa. Yeah, that's a dangerous. Yeah. Okay, so do you think you would have been happier had you had two matching in that space? Going f- um, or even when you no, purchase further? No, I, I, I do like the idea of mixing, mixing the fabrics and having a little bit more visual interest and kind mm-hmm. of having more seating that's a little bit unique and different mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. it's kind of in conversation. And then I really like to watch how people sit down and who chooses which seat <laughs> when they walk into a room. So I'm constantly judging. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also think so much depends on your room. Like you have kind of an open floor plan. So I care. I yeah. can see you wanting to have more, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like streamlined elements because you have so many elements, right? Fair. No fair. And I do think there are fun ways where, again, if you have this nice rounded back with wood details, you know, some like antique piece with a beautiful, amazing print on it. And then you throw those printed pillows you know, on the other sofa, that's a yeah. solid color. Like I can see how it could be done very well. And I think it can. I, I just think for somebody who is a novice and nervous that it might be easier to just be like, these two are the same. I'm putting them in this L. I'll put a fun table in between them, the uh-huh. coffee table. Add double, yeah. I have room two for two chairs in there. That's where I'm putting patterns. So again, I need it. I just need it less for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think it's, if it's two Identical sofas. Okay. Yeah. Same. It just looks like one gets ordered wrong and you don't want that, right? Right. You don't True. want that. And you don't want them just to shade off from each other. Again, because you're like, did you mark yeah, these off? Oh, yeah. 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 So, you have to be careful of that too. I think you have to make them different. You do. Or you have people come into your house. <laughs> like they come into that room at my house and they're like, well, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> I've the had other that thing comment. about the two matching sofas <laughs> is if you move, then you have a little bit more ver- like uh, flexibility because you could do them across from each other, which I do think always looks fantastic mm-hmm. to do the parallel, or you can do the L. So you know what I mean. You have like a little bit yeah. more. I, yeah, I currently, I very much agree yeah. currently because <laughs> I've done it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is there a limit to how many beds, chairs, benches, or drapes I should use in a bedroom? Limit. How many beds? Well, how many people do you have <laughs> yeah. sleeping in there? <laughs> Fair. So beds, I feel like you should really think of how many people are Unless sleeping in like a bunk room where you've got like yeah, but three to point, four. Yeah. Well, but how many can you fit? I mean, how, right. what is the, per- is it a primary bedroom? Then I think you should yes. leave one bed. <laughs> but even like with grandchildren, you really shouldn't have more than four. They're just going to all stay awake and keep each other up. So <laughs> Four. Four yeah, would be mine. That's what that's cousins are for. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so 12 beds? What do y'all yeah. want in a room? Okay. Well, however many you can fit. I mean, it depends on yeah. depends on the room. It depends on how big your room is. But yeah. I wouldn't say there's a limit. Like, 
There's not a hard limit. Yes. The the bedroom Ooh. is a question of how is the room being used. Mm-hmm. Correct. So that's definitely right. step one. Uh, chairs. What do y'all think about chairs? The limit does not exist. I think, again, it depends oh. what you're doing in there. I think that yeah. if you can fit it in a, in a layout that makes sense, and then no, you could, I mean, if you look at like a Miles or Miles Red or a Bunny Williams room, like they probably have 10 chairs in a room. Mm-hmm. Maybe not chairs, but like 10 seats. Yeah. Maybe more. And I think you could, yeah. it, depending on the room and the size and the types of chairs you're using, no, there's no limit. Yeah, I think when it just depends on your space. I think Bunny says like, you know, she likes to have as many seats as people she plans on having over for a dinner party. Mm-hmm. So in her bedroom. Yeah. Not in the bedroom. That no. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that the question? That would be in the bedroom. That would be in the living room. It says in a bedroom. Is this, is this, is part is this of the- all taking place in the bedroom? <laughs> this is all in what? the bedroom. <laughs> So only answer the bedroom. Yes. So there might be a limit. To, I would say it depends if you what you're planning again to use right. in there. I if mean, you have I a makeup it, table, you might have one there. If you have a bench at the end of your bed, mm-hmm. then that is right. a nice place you can put on your shoes. And if yeah. you need a yeah. place to throw a jacket or you know mm-hmm. your jeans from the day, like yeah, yeah. I mean, some people that, have one of those like a sitting area in yeah. their bedroom, which I think is kind of a way to like get cluttery really fast but if you do want to watch television and you want kind of like a you know an extra sitting room for well some have it and if you leave it plain you do you you kind of have to do something so yes i guess if you have a sitting area then yes you might have sofa and chairs in there and a tv and a coffee Mm -hmm. table and a whole mini room because it is that's what it is yeah you have that big Um, my bedroom has one bed it will eventually have one bench it does have a little settee and that is it. I do have a make, I have a chair, or sorry, I have a little X bench on a makeup table in my bathroom. So I have two places to sit other than my bed right now. Yeah, I have a, I have two chairs in my bedroom. One is a dining chair that I probably shouldn't have ordered, but I ordered too many dining chairs. Did you but, go to get coffee? No. <laughs> well, you know, it does fit at my table, so I pull it up like when we're having a big party but i don't need it on like a daily basis mm-hmm. so it, looks, and it yeah. just looked good in there so it kind of is a mm-hmm. dumping ground for suitcases and shirts yeah, right. and laundry yeah. right and then the other one same thing i just you know i kind of had a hole and there is there's good. that like on the sides of dresser like if you have a dresser right. and you kind of have that weird spacing and sometimes yeah. two chairs extra chairs you have around the house look great yeah and yeah. it's a it's a light chair i can take it into the living room if mm-hmm. we have a lot See, more oh, that's people a good and that is good i mean i have a single floor mm-hmm. i wouldn't like take it down the stairs if but i might so yeah i don't light. think there's a limit and then wait what was that? okay and then drapes drapes or i feel like window. are like per window yeah. and that depends on material as well because some drapes you might need to do two on either side of the window, right? Like to get the fullness right. that you I mean, want. You need as many drapes as it, you have wind. Like yeah. you, I need the right amount of drapes if for your window. Four, so it depends on how yeah. many windows you yeah. have. Yeah. But then it yeah. depends how wide the window is too. And then how wide well, yeah. your so drapery you want, is. Okay. If your window is 100 inches wide, mm-hmm. then you want at least 200 inches of width to your mm-hmm. drapes. So theoretically, 100 yeah. inches on each panel, right? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you're panels are if your window is like a standard 30 inches yes then you want about like 60 at least this is minimum i mean i would say yeah. two and a half is probably better mm-hmm. so that's how many but if a standard of- width is 50 of a panel like a standard yes. panel mm-hmm. width is 50 because that's how wide fabric runs yes um then 
<laughs> if you have a 30 inch regular window, you do a panel on either side. So that's Correct. two. Yes. So if you have a four bedroom or four windows in your bedroom, you need eight panels of that size. Yes. But if it is one big window, then yes, you might need yes. multiple. Yeah, I'm not really sure I understand this question. Is there a limit to how many beds, chairs, benches, or drapes should I... I wonder if she means, like, the pattern on it. Ooh. Because this is the section about pattern Oh, the pattern solids. Mm-hmm. Again, you can do as many as you want. You can do no pattern and have a very... Calming yeah. space. You can and, do lots. And yeah, I don't think you can there's do one ever a pattern and drape it everywhere. Pattern. It's, it all comes down to which patterns you're using. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should use a variety what you of want. something bold, something subtle. And then like some textures, like some wovens. So I mean, I'll give an example of my room. I have a, a yellow and white wool rug, and then I have a gold bed. I have white bedding, but then like I did a all solid gold solid, velvet. Every, yeah, sorry, solid gold velvet, solid white bedding, and then I have solid mauve walls. And so I know I need the room feels like it needs pattern, right? right? Like I've now given it a bunch of solids. The rug has a very subtle pattern, but not enough to pick up. The eye doesn't pick it up. So I know my next move is drapes with a pattern, like, because visually that's what the room needs. There's nowhere that continue, mm-hmm. like, there's not that busyness that your eye needs to land over anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, and I don't have art up, which would help as well. Like that's still, so right now it's a lot of solids and I am like craving that little bit of pattern. And I might redo the settee in a, in a pattern too, once I can figure out what the drapes are. So anyway, then I'll figure out some bedding to complement it, like something on the bottom of the bed, like a quilt or something. Because again, mm-hmm. I know the room needs that layer. I just haven't gotten to there yet. Yeah, it's like it seems like you haven't found like your anchor point, which mm-hmm. probably is the drapes, mm-hmm. and that will be like the thing to which you pull everything else. Yes, yeah. I think for yeah. me that's my next step. Is I'm like I feel like drapes will be that the eyebrows of the room, as we've called them before. Where I'm like, yeah. all right, once I have the eyebrows drawn on, we'll be able to figure out the rest. Yeah, yeah. Right? I love, I love the way that this this room is kind of growing though, like yeah. you've, you've kind of got it, mm-hmm. you've got it in a good spot, and it's just yeah. gonna keep like bouncing off of each other. It's gonna be great. That's how we've done. Again, we've talked about doing rooms. But I think we've all done rooms in different ways in different mm-hmm. seasons of our lives. But I've mm-hmm. done a few where I've like had a good plan, picked the pieces, purchased slowly, and then I've had a few that are more organic where I'm like, yeah, th- I love this and I love this. I'm just gonna put it together and sit for a minute. It is true. Every, I feel like I'm doing a lot of that kind of sitting and like waiting to find the perfect fit for certain areas. So, yeah. See, I don't know if that's the right way to do it, but no, I mean, I think both ways, it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very few of us have the budget to do a room sure. fully yeah. all at once. So, I think yeah. doing it organically is a way to spread things out and get things that maybe are of better quality because you don't have to buy it all at once. Right. right. Okay, living room layout. Ooh, math. Oh. This is math. Don't, don't <laughs> math me. Don't math me. Okay. How do I arrange furniture in a long living room? TV and couch are off center from each other. I'm confused by what that means by like the TV and the couch are off center from each other. I mean, couldn't you move the couch to be centered on the TV? But I... I don't know that that really matters. The point is with a long living room, how do you arrange furniture? Right. You have to break it into sections. You have, you have to have zones. Zones. For sure. Zones um, is a great way to think about it. So think of like your TV zone. Okay. You've got your TV and your sofa or your sofa and your TV and like maybe some mm-hmm. chairs or whatever you need mm-hmm. to be comfortable, ottoman, coffee table. And then mm-hmm. maybe you have another zone that's like 
two chairs and an mm-hmm. ottoman for like a reading area or like drinking coffee, having if you have one friend over for coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could um, do a game table. You could do a desk up against again table. to the back of a sofa. So again, you're kind of making that line of like, this is the next zone. Mm-hmm. And you know, if the sofa is off center from the TV, maybe there needs to be a comfy chair that helps balance the the weight mm-hmm. of that yeah. off center. So when you walk into the room, you're not feeling that it's off center, but there's a little bit of a weight balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. I guess there are those living, you know, you kind of can picture those living rooms where like there's a, a fireplace and then the, t- the TV is maybe like in the bookcase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of off to the side. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's fine and always works. But yeah, having like, think about it like one of those little old fashioned scales. Like you've put your sectional over on this scale. Like what can you put over on the side of the room where the TV is, like, add weight to that right. side to where mm-hmm. it feels equal. Yeah. Remember visual height, too. Like, what are... Yeah. Like, do bring you your need eye to put... Somehow. Yes. Some kind of tree in the corner and, or, like... Or, yeah, drapes. Your- a light fixture. Mm-hmm. Big pe- a really big scaled piece of art. Mm-hmm. I think those are all nice in a small space because they're not taking up floor space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if your sofa is just too big for your TV area, maybe you think about getting something smaller for, for your TV zone. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't sit just the way the room is. Maybe it doesn't fit that many. Maybe think about how many people are really watching TV all the time. If you have a family of four, you really just need to have something that'll fit four people in right. front of yeah. your TV. And then take your bigger sofa over here, like you said, and just have a nice sitting area. Yeah. That you have like when you're, mm. yeah, when you're entertaining or. I love the idea of zones too, because then it means that different people can be in the same room doing different things, Mm -hmm. but we're in the same room together. Yeah. Which that's nice. Yeah, totally. Sometimes you need that in a family because you're not all into the same show. No. No. Maybe you want to do a puzzle. Listen, everybody's on their own device watching their own thing anyway. Yeah. True. At least if you can get people in the same room. Yeah. That's a a win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like no room should have one purpose i mean i guess maybe like a bedroom or an office but but like it's good to have multifunctional rooms that means you're going to use the room more i mean no one wants that like stale formal living room that you only go into when people come over like you make that room useful for other purposes whether it's your where your reading chair is or whether it's like mm-hmm. where you're I don't know, whatever or maybe maybe again you have a different room in the house that the tv fits better right like a tv and sofa that's true so now yeah. you take make this long den. room and you make it whatever again might have yeah. worked better for that's it. a great a great idea my um my in-laws have a very challenging living room it's got like all these doors off of it there's it's like very small anyway so they turned what was a bedroom into like their den and they have like a big kind of floor-to-ceiling bookcase it's like all it's brown like a dark kind of moody brown color so it feels very cozy they've just got a sofa two little chairs and so it's literally just for them to watch television and then they go into like a room with more occasional chairs for like entertaining that's nice yeah Yeah. but that's a good idea like pick a different room if If it's that really doesn't work Yeah. yeah Okay, I really wanted a light tan leather couch in our family room, but I'm not convinced it can withstand normal wear and tear. What is a good visually comparable color sturdy alternative? Leather is like really durable. That's pretty- Taryn can't get rid of her leather couch because like, it's so preach, durable. Preach to the choir. I would need it to be ruined. <laughs> For years I did. <laughs> <sighs> 
I, say, I mean, I don't have one, so I really can't speak from personal experience, but I say if you want it, go for it because it is going to be, it is going to be durable. Yeah. All you can do is get one of the performance of velvets of a camel, like for something, again, you want that visual warm kind of like feeling tone, of like a the different of texture mm-hmm. um, that would give you tone and texture which is what you're getting from leather. And it would give you, again, a little functionality if it's performance velvet. Like, leather is leather. It's It does character, yes. But, like, I, I don't think anyone's ever looked at leather and been like, ew, gross, unless you looked at my sofa, which was just puffy and marshmallowy brown, <laughs> dark brown. I mean, it wasn't ew from being gross. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. wear and tear. Oh, yeah, yeah. It like, was it ew from being like, you just were not cute ever. Yeah. Aww. Okay, I do feel like the thing that does kind of turn me off a little bit from the leather is only it's like when you're breaking in like a pair of white shoes or something where like it's initial so perfect and then you get that first scuff and you're like oh my god this looks terrible yeah. but yeah. so i feel like the the leather like maybe in the first year would be a yeah. little scary because you are gonna get nicks yeah and little blemishes. Mm-hmm. Im- you, you are but long term it will look good yeah it's just in that quick short term where you're like Oh, it's not perfect, like straight out of the yeah factory right That's now. Fair. So yeah, but if you're bothered by that, then yeah. I would yeah, that would yeah. be my straight go to thinking about trying to get something that would give you a like a little bit of. I but love not the being vel- leather. I love the camel velvet. That's because a camel pretty. velvet that would be really is nice pretty too. Yeah, you but know, you have to get a performance warm, velvet because it has to be. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're still going to be you're in the yeah. same yeah. boat that you're trying to get out of. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. Like if you are into things patinaing and having having character and life mm-hmm. because of because of the scuffs. Yeah. I'd say go for it. Just yeah. just get, you just might get have what to, you love. Have to like oh, make you, yourself comfortable with the with You've got to look away. Yeah. You've got to look away. Okay, so I have the Hartwall leather sofa and I love and ours. Yeah. It's it's really really lovely and it's cozy and it's my coffee place for Sunday mornings, but I also have two cats that jump around. And there are there are scratches on it and yeah. but that's okay. Because and like you still love it, right? I still love yeah. it. I still love it. I mean, they're not tearing it up, but like it gets little. Okay, they, well, what about like spills and stuff? Gulp. We haven't had any. Mm. But I mean, it, I would imagine it's just wipeable. It, I would imagine that it is. Yeah, I used le- all those years. Mine, the leather cleaner was like the yeah. only thing I used uh, on it. Yeah, and it, like yeah, kept that thing going for years. <laughs> I need to trust me it had everything on it you name it because senior dog babies like it had everything on it Mm -hmm. it it looked great I do need to get some like leather oil for it because like Mm -hmm. and you know and just kind of we've had it now for three years and so now I'm like okay I've looked away at the scratches and now I need to Mm -hmm. go in and kind of like Buff it with some it, good, yeah. but then we just have like your leather boots, you know. Yeah, right? You have like your leather conditioner. Yeah. Oh my gosh, right? But there's that's and, an, but that happens with any love. sofa. Again, yeah. sofas True. don't like you're sitting on all the time. You have to know that. Yeah. Like I'm on, I performance fabric or I have sunbrella on mine, and it like it it gets stuff on there, and I've yeah. gotten it off, and it's again, it just you're living yeah. in it. You have to yeah. know not when we had ashley whitaker on the show and i think this was the first time maybe both times actually but she talks about how she wants to come back to her client's house after like 10 years she wants there to be like threadbare arms she Mm -hmm. wants the cushion to be like a little you know Mm -hmm. saggy she -hmm. wants like there to be obvious wear and tear because that means that it's lived in Mm -hmm. and 
I feel like we should not expect our rooms to look like brand new. Yeah. It's just an impractical yeah. expectation of yourself. And take a deep breath, keep living. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want it to look like the leather's good. Your it's kids a good were just eating Cheetos on it, it maybe, choice. but Cheetos are fine on leather. See? That's just another reason. Yeah. <laughs> I've tested that one. I think right, Cheetos are, are not allowed in our house. They're like my absolute nightmare. Oh. Well, your right? kids can come to my house for do Cheetos. You not, do you really buy Cheetos on purpose? <laughs> Absolutely. On purpose? Yes. We love Cheetos. Yeah. Cheetos every day. I can't tell if you're kidding or are not. You, are you really a Cheetos I mean, every day? it's the white cheddar brand or like, but <laughs> oh so God, it's a little bit better than the orange. But yeah, we eat Cheetos all the time. I mean, you know, there are lots of snacks. <laughs> Just I mean, it's fair. There's you know, I mean, hand a Cheetos napkin. That's hand, ch- hand a napkin. Yeah. I mean, you tell that to a four-year-old and a one-year-old. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. How do you decorate a somewhat narrow living room to make it look whiter? Go. A striped rug. I was going to say. Width-wise. Mm. I was going to go back That's to the really zones. Good. Put stuff on the wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, make yeah. sure you've got art. Make sure you've got a tall bookcase. Make sure you have drapes on the edges. Yeah. So creating kind of places for your eye to kind of go into the room. Yeah. And, and to around. The, yeah. If you're trying to get make it look wider. But I don't know. Does it need to look wider? I don't know. I guess maybe it. She wants to look more, or he I'm, wants to look more yeah, professional. I never want anything to look whiter. <laughs> <laughs> and like wide, yeah. not white, is correct. Yeah. First, I was like, correct. she wants to look whiter, like oh, oh. whiter and bright. You know, bright and white. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Next one. How do you style a coffee table? Okay. Mm. Do you have a formula for for this? I Y'all. go tray. I go tray that collects, but I like everything kind of stacked in there, pretty. A tray is a great place to start. Yes. I like a tray. Because then it can corral things that are mm-hmm. smaller. Mm-hmm. I love books. Love and a I'll, stack of books. I'll stack books and then put a sit about or a candy dish. I, I kind of love a candy dish. Is on it top the strawberry books. candies inside? No. It depends on what corner of the house. You might find chocolates in one room and peppermints in another and mm. toffees. And oh my god, it's a candy land. Come on over. <laughs> uh, but I do I do love I do love a candy dish okay, on so top. Okay, so a candy of, dish on top. Okay. Of, okay. I yeah. love that. Candle. I feel like it's a, a good candle's a easy, good one. Something small and like a faux plant, I don't know, like moss balls or something. Yeah. Mm. Okay, though. I I don't like styling my coffee table. Now, if oh, it's you for like a photo. No, I don't like anything. That's you, you, you like just a bare coffee well, table. Well, first off, I have two Ottomans. I have an Ottoman okay. in both living rooms. And I don't know. My kids sit on it. It's a place where I fold laundry. It's for drinks. I just get annoyed if there's anything there and I end up taking it off. So I just don't mm. put anything on there. I have one big tray on my okay. Ottoman, but it usually doesn't See? have anything See, that's on why it. I like the big tray. I the used to do the books, but have kids and fold laundry on mine now. So the tray is literally a, I move it to this other table that doesn't have much on it. Yes. Okay. So. That is why the tray I very much like because it's there. Mm-hmm. Right now I have just a potted plant in the center. Looks lovely. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. The end. So however, whatever you need for your need. Again, sounds yeah. like Caroline likes less. Liz yeah. has adorable things with chocolates. Have, so, yeah. Well, it depends because that's, that's my living room where I have my coffee. Oh, so well, I have a, the So I have a curated somewhere. selection of books and candies. And then... And then in the family. Andy, nice leather sofa to do this on. I'm in there. <laughs> so that's the room that's actually designed. Uh-huh. And then there's my family room that is the land of misfit furniture. Okay. 
that has about that has an ottoman with a giant tray, and then I I can't keep that one clean. Everybody throws everything in the tray, yeah. but at least everything's in the tray. Where does the darn TV go? Wherever you can see it. Mm-hmm. That's important, and you're not straining your neck. Yes, because yeah, I, I feel like a lot of rules. them go up. A lot of people are putting them up higher, like above a fireplace, and that's mm-hmm. good if that's the, where you can see it and that's comfortable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be realistic. However you live, yeah. there is no rule. Every designer has said that the realistic part is we all have TVs. You yeah. put it what's best. They have beautiful frame TVs now. You just do the best Don't you can to, to make it. it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is always, I've said this a million times, put something else on the wall with a TV that is attractive mm-hmm. to look at. And that's all. Like, you want something over there so that when the TV's off, there's something nice. Yeah. But... It doesn't have to be hidden. Yeah. You don't have to conceal it. You know, it's like kind of, we know it's in there. And we also know that frame TV is not an actual picture, but it's, you know. Right. One step. It's nice. It's, yeah, it's something okay. else to look at. instead of. How do you determine the amount of furniture you need in the living room and how much spacing to give them? Ooh, I feel like this one's on the blog. Well, we do have a post about how to space furniture. It's probably a lot less than you think, like the spacing needed. Mm-hmm. So those are easy, like guidelines but i think how much furniture do you need for your living room i would say how many people do you want to sit how much Mm -hmm. do you have space for Mm -hmm. i mean i think that's your formula right there yeah yeah i think you again we've said this so many times but you put your dimensions in the planner and you just look right like i have to have a sofa because we have four people that live in the house and i need to have two chairs as well that face the tv and then again can i put a console with x benches we've talked about this do i put an ottoman in the middle so yeah. People can lay. Do the sofa pull out to become a bed? Like, what are you doing in there? You just got to think about how you live. Yeah. I mean, I think the room planner is easy. I mean, the first, maybe you need a sectional, but minimum, you need a sofa and two chairs. Yeah. I, I mean, say that's right. If you do a sectional, that's different. But like, yeah. I feel like every room start with a sofa and two chairs, two ma- sofa and two matching chairs is going to work always. If you move, you'll always have space yeah. for them. So that's, you know, a good kind of baseline. And then what? A coffee table is what? 18 to 24 inches from the sofa. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, drinks tables and side tables and yeah, think you about want those your, things. Yeah. I mean, I think six, you want, if you're sitting in a seat, you want to have, let's see, Let's guess my arm is probably 24 inches, but you probably want like an 18 inches okay. within reach for mm-hmm. to put your drink down. So your side table, it needs to be, they need to be close. They need to, they be, need close. to be close. Yeah. Probably closer than most people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most awkward thing is when furniture is too spread apart and like it's awkward to talk to someone further than like five feet from you. Right. You know? Especially if there's lots of people there. There's no talking. Yeah. Feet. You're yeah. only going to talk to this person. Right. Mm-hmm. Or this person. That's you're where, not talking to that person. That's where I think it's really great to bring in like a stool or mm-hmm. like something like that. For, especially when you do ha- have multiple yeah. people in your house. Like, And it, it might not be that way every, to, every mm-hmm. day. But that you can just bring around and create those kind mm-hmm. of intimate zones and like have those like close talking moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Floor cushions. I mean, get creative too. Yeah, I just feel like in general you probably need more furniture than what you think you need. More seating, I would more say. More seating. You know? Seating, yeah, for sure. Any good decorating ideas for long walls in a living room? Art. 
Yeah. Art. I mean, art, a art. table. <laughs> Start with a table. Hang some or, great art over it. Pick a mirror. Or drapery panels. Mm-hmm. Like if you extend it, if you have a window and you extend your. That's a good way. Your, yeah. There's a window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And add add some length to the to the drapery rod and yeah. add more panels. Mm-hmm. You probably want a minimum of four, if not probably six inches on either on the. If your window ends here, you want probably another six inches mm. on the outside mm-hmm. of your window. This is where the, like, the other, I guess, anchor on your drapery rod to be. Mm-hmm. So that when you do want all the light, you can push the panel mm. all the way outside of the window molding. So you get as much all, light as you can. Yeah. So oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. You probably are wanting to take up a minimum mm-hmm. of tw- of a foot, six inches on each side. Mm-hmm. But if you have a big wall, then go f- even wider. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a great. Or, idea. I mean... We don't know what this is, so is it book? Can you do a series of bookcases and maybe then mm-hmm. art on either side of those and chairs? You know, is that a way you take it up? But also remember, art isn't just a canvas. Like, yeah, right. Go it, dimensional. Yeah, very much. Think brackets. Out. Yes, do a, a big mirror with brackets, a grid of art. You do plates, walls. Plate. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do all those big murals of different plates and walls and brackets. Yeah, um, just remember, it's yeah, it's not just canvases and. Pictures, so. And I think that makes, I often feel like a gallery wall with only flat squares mm-hmm. looks weird. Like you should add a plate, a round mirror, a bracket with a tchotchke, a, I don't know, find some art that's not square or mm-hmm. maybe something that you can hang in a shadow box, something that like makes it more three-dimensional. Yeah. So it's not just like a bunch of little boxes. Okay. How do you set up furniture when you have a corner fireplace? I think you do an L shape. It's an L. It's an it's L. An L. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an L. Because yeah. we don't know where the TV is again with yeah. a corner right. fireplace. But it is, again, what you decide to be the focal point. Is it the fireplace? Is it the TV? And yeah. then you kind of anchor the furniture that way. I mean, swivel chairs are also a great uh, shortcut mm-hmm. because then you can move them. Yeah. You can face them mm-hmm. towards the TV. Yeah, you can face idea. them towards the sofa. And that works for any number of mm-hmm. living room layout or layout problems. I think swivel chairs are yeah. good. Yeah. And again, the last just one. Go, go to that room planner. This is the, our outdoor questions. Ooh. Okay. You let's already go outside. Outdoor? Yeah. All right. How to add cozy ambiance for outdoor space. Lighting. Boom. She's done. Next. No, I'm kidding. Don't you think? Um, yeah. String no, lights. Li- string lanterns. Lights. Mm-hmm. Solar lights. We don't we have an we have LED so many fun floor lamps. We, we have, have, LED have, floor we have lamps. an LED floor lamp that I've kind of been dreaming about yeah. for my outside and table version. We have a table. Oh yeah, we do lamp. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fire lighting. Pits. Oh. Speaking of lighting, okay. Right, there's pillows. nothing worse than being on an in an outdoor entertaining area with just floodlights. I mean, the worst. No. Just kill me now. Yes. No. Nothing is flattering about now. that. Don't invite Caroline. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. I'm kidding. But right, like, a, is there anything more flattering than a, like a fluorescent floodlight? No. So, yeah. you know, some string lights. Um, we also, have- I'm just laughing because will you tell my husband that? Yes, absolutely. Where's your phone? Let's call him. I will tell him because really he's a clever product that we just launched and it's like a stand. With stakes. Yeah. And you can so stick cool. it in the ground and it, it makes it to where you don't have to anchor it to like a tree or your house or something. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. And I, 
Really. Yeah. And then again, making that outdoor living room, right? If you have a covered space and you want to make it so that you can have yeah. multiple people, you put down the rug, you get the throws, you get the pillows. We also yeah. have these other really cool things that are like, I don't even know what we call them, but they're like globes and you can hang them. Oh, yeah. Those are those are super cute. Those are those are, are like LED or are they, yeah, are they solar? I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. They might be battery operated or rechargeable. We know like, how to. Yeah, we know what they are. But yes, the round ball things that light up. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, like, okay. Can... So I remember this from from the photo shoot. Now you plug them in, and they're they're rechargeable. Yeah. Um, and then they can go anywhere, and, and you can just, just hang it from a tree. Like, yes. And they're, they're great. Those are great. Fire pit. I mean, yeah. There's any number of ways to tackle this. But issue. Lighting but lighting is a is a super part. Lighting is a huge part of that. But but no, seriously, you guys, outdoor speakers. My, oh. Yes. Oh, that's outdoor good speakers. We have that one that goes in. Underneath the umbrella, yeah, it looks on there, and it has lights that come down to you. Yeah, but seriously, my husband did do that where he took like one one of those like big rod lights, and he put it a whole series of extension cords that went to our outdoor sectional that's in our yard, and put it behind there so it like <laughs> glows up <laughs> and into the trees. Oh and I God. was just like, oh, sweetie, <laughs> oh, honey. I took care of that one. Um, I also recommend um, wine. For oh. your home. It might help your outdoor space. Thank you. <laughs> I will take that advice. Okay. Is it okay to put rugs under teak table and chairs? Yes. Yes. Heck yeah. Most definitely yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay, we're done. That was great. <laughs> that was yes. a good one. What materials are durable outside? Sumbrella. <laughs> Plastic. Teak. teak. Wait, yes. <laughs> no, polypropylene um, rugs. Mm-hmm. Umbrella for cushions. Uh, concrete. Poly yeah. resin mm-hmm. is made for outdoor. Um, Aluminum. Mm-hmm. And even all of our wicker furniture is not wicker. Wicker. Yeah. It's, it's polypropylene. It's polypropylene and it's going to last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to last. Uh, um, and it looks, okay. it looks great. So you want to make sure you check out your wood and your furniture. Mm-hmm. I also just think this is, this, this hurts, right? But you need to get good cushions. I know that it's painful because it's expensive, but I think the cushions mm-hmm. are going to wear out the fastest. They're mm-hmm. going to look bad the fastest. And so splurging now is going to mm-hmm. make it last longer. And it furniture really covers are a great option. Like, again, yeah. if you're just one of those people who wants to wrap it up in the, in the winter and don't have a place to store it inside. But you know, you do that on a daily basis. No, I'm just saying for a longevity yeah. of yeah. Yeah. of certain items as well. Yeah. I mean, I'd hate this, but I just bring them in and I don't want to have to wash them. Did you say aluminum? We didn't say aluminum, but we I said aluminum. But, okay. Oh, you said that's okay. okay. I don't make sure. But anyway, the point is is I feel like the cushions are a big part powder of it, coated. And you want something really good. If you cheap out on the rugs or there are a number of ways that you can kind of skimp on your budget yeah but cushions are not where you should do that well i think wood too yeah you know teak is the tried and true but there's so many plastics and and inexpensive aluminums which is fine i think it's the cushions though that like you think a it's going to be more comfortable if you have a good cushion and b it's going to last longer definitely going with a sumbrella is so important i used to i used to get cheaper umbrellas and you know, they out. they would last like a year, maybe two mm. years, and then they would just yeah. totally fade. I have a Sumbrella one, and it's going strong. And I left it I left it outside all winter, 
And so now I'm like, okay, great. Now it's all grody, but I can just take it in, Puzzle. throw it in, throw it in yeah. the washer with bleach and it's going to come out totally fresh. Mm-hmm. And I've had that one for four years now. And you can get a replacement canopy. True. For I think most of mm-hmm. our umbrellas. Yeah. But so that not, way you don't have to get like the whole new thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's not, it hasn't faded and yeah. it's, I've done the bleach cleaning with it before too. And it's, um, awesome. it's turquoise yeah. and white striped and it's great. That's fun. Yeah. What items won't fade in the Florida sun? Umbrella. umbrella. Okay. That was really good. What doesn't mildew when left outside? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I mean. But that's why, but that's why you get the, things like this umbrella fabrics. Like my umbrella is totally mildewed right now from being outside all winter. And so I'm going to bring it in and. Yeah, and there's some things that like okay, like um, teak. You know, after years and years, it kind of gets that like, yeah. But that's kind of part of the charm of it. Battery oil it, and then umbrella if it has it. If you have tree coverage or any kind of, you will have. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, metal obviously. If it's a really good powder coated aluminum, it yeah hopefully won't rust. And you should be able to wipe it down. Mildew, you just have to take care of again and take care of your products. Like everything has. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, we kind of look, we're, we're kind of looking like that because we live in Georgia and everything mildews. It's just yeah. too humid. Okay. Yeah. I What's think this next? might be our last one. Really? Okay. How do you keep from having to rush things indoors when it rains? What about wind, sun? Need tips for surviving the elements? Um, I, yeah, okay. this is a hard one. I just, I don't like this option, but I just bring it in when I'm done sitting in it and just try to yeah. have it somewhere, like have one of those big bins that you put all your cushions mm-hmm. in and just like put it, I mean, unless it's covered. Our president used to tell me that he would set up, I think he might have said it on the podcast. He literally would lift up all his cushions before the rain or after it rained, excuse me, yeah. to let it run down the. Oh, yeah. You're supposed you're, to have, have your, mm-hmm. have your cushions at an angle if you put yes. them if you put them at an angle then the water should just yes. run off of that's them. a good point yeah i so think if, our instructions if, say that if you get up or like at the end of whenever mm-hmm. and you have them standing upright yeah yeah that's a good way to do it to where you don't have to bring it all the way in but it's not going to get soggy we do have those super fast dry cushions i've never we had do. them mm-hmm. but they're supposed to they're be great because it's a bigger wider mesh on the bottom so again that cushion completely dries right out it, yeah. yeah and it dries out so easily because there's it lots is of expensive, airflow though it's expensive because it works. So yeah. if that is like a big issue, yes. But things blowing around, I mean, you really, there's nobody who can. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you want to, Yeah. I don't know, you could like, uh, what are those zip cords? What, zip ties? Zip tie it to yeah, your just deck. Zip tie everything know. to your oh. deck. Yeah, I it's guess not going to have a lot of chains, but. No. No. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. I know. Oh, we, we ended we just on a bad one. I mean. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I'm I don't know. We, you know. We'll do you do what you can. And like, yeah. Leave some things out, bring some things in, the things that you really kind of... Yeah, always have to put down an umbrella, no matter where you live. Yes. Like that thing will always, take off, break. Always crank that thing somebody down. That you yeah. always got to crank Fly the umbrella away. down. Always. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, there's not a magic answer to this. I wish there was, I though. Know. I really do wish there was. Yeah. But furniture covers are really super helpful if you're going to, if you uh-huh. know it's going to be raining for a few days, like a storm's coming through. That's a great way to do it. But yeah, otherwise, love. <laughs> have a covered porch i don't know <laughs> don't go outside <laughs> it's buggy out there anyway yeah all right that's it 
so good. I hope we answered people's questions properly. Absolutely. I, so. I just like talking, I leaned talking to you guys. On, this was fun. Yeah, 300 episodes of talking to people. I leaned on all of them. So many well, wise we've words. we had some really good guests. For sure. I mean, They've really solved have. all those problems in the past and answered all true. those questions. We're really regurgitating things we've learned For from sure. previous episodes. Yeah. Because quite honestly, we're learning at the same time our, our listeners are. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Completely. I wonder yeah. if everyone listening does the same thing where I finish an episode and like recording and I'm like, oh, I need to do these 12 things in my house right now. Yes. 100%. Do you uh, I, I do. Oh, I'm glad you feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. I ran to Liz the paint store like, after our last recording. <laughs> See? Yes. <laughs> I totally did. Yeah. I mean. I've marked my calendar to pull every tchotchke together in my house and like do a Suzanne swap a oh. So we record an episode usually mm-hmm. most Friday afternoons <gasps> and mm-hmm. we, our office closes early. So a lot of times like there's only 30 minutes after we finish recording before right. your Friday's over. So check those yeah. last emails and like then I'm antiquing. I'm yeah. at the paint store. <laughs> I rearranged my bookshelf like, the other week. Did yeah. you? <laughs> Well, we have so many inspiring guests on the show. I know. It's yeah. really, really fun. Yeah. If anyone has been listening since episode number one, send us an email. That would be cool. Yes. Um, we want to know if you're out there. And your favorite guest. We want to yeah. know yeah. what was your yeah. favorite episode. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for being on this journey with us. And to both of you, thank you for being here with hey. me. We still have plenty of designers to go. Oh like, my gosh. We have a laundry list yeah. of like yeah. who we want next. So this will continue. And yes. And we get the best questions from people yes. into the dilemmas. So thank you yes. to everyone who writes in yes. questions. Yeah. Thank um, you. And for trusting us with your dilemmas. I mean, they all have to have better homes by now, right? Like, we've solved everything. Even better is a relative term, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, as long as they feel like their home is better. Yes. Serving them well. And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, be sure to follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating!